everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. I am Mike Destacio. You'll listen to Real Talk right here on AM 1550 WNTN. Okay, folks, let's get right to it. I'm a huge fan of my guest this month. He's recognized as one of film's best-known tough guys. He starred in more than over 130 movies and TV shows. You may have seen him recently as Goran Vata in the Stallone st- uh, franchise movies, Expendables 3. You also remember him as F- FBI agent Johnson in Die Hard. But most of you will remember him as Jake from the cult classic, The Goonies. What you may not know about my guest, folks, is he is a very accomplished and classically trained singer. It's an absolute honor for me to have him on my show tonight, folks. Mr. Robert Darby joins me on the, fo- on the phone today. Robert, thank you so much for joining me today. Right, thank you for having me, Mike. Um, now, you are a very classically trained singer and opera singer as well. Is that right? You know, you've trained in, with... Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I went to Florence, studied with a gentleman named Tito Gobi and then Dan Farrell at Juilliard and then Samuel Margulies at Robert Merrill. Even currently, uh, in the last uh, several years, been working with uh, the uh, great Gary Katona, who's a wonderful, wonderful uh, vocal builder, voice builder. Uh, has a real bel canto technique down. You, I, I understand and do my research, obviously. You, you've obviously you, you auditioned for the Metropolitan Opera as well, is that right? Yeah, as a kid. It was kind of a disaster, <laughs> funny disaster, but it was uh, an experience, that's for sure. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was... Uh, I was uh, I was living, you know, I come from Long Island, and the, uh, the audition was in the city, and uh, in Manhattan, and that's about a 45-minute drive. So I had gone to my uh, teacher at the time, got warmed up, and then on the drive into the city, I was sucking on these uh, Luden's honey lemon cough drops. <laughs> but I mean, not just one or two of them, but I mean a pile of them. Wow. So by the time I got to the city, unbeknownst to me, these the lemon had seized up my 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 vocal cords, <laughs> and the voice was. I sounded like a vacuum cleaner trying to sing on pitch. <laughs> Plus, obviously, it was hysterical. And, and then finally, the voice broke through on the second. You know, but it was one of those wonderful uh, broadcast news flat flat sweat <laughs> sweat experiences. You must have been so nervous and intimidating as well. My goodness, you're you're a bigger man than I am because I would have just clammed up. <laughs> I kept going. Yeah, God bless you. I um, kept me going. So who knows that Oregon? Now I want to talk. Obviously, your album, folks. Robert has he's, his voice. I mean, folks. If you listen to the music and you just close your eyes, I mean, you can just pitch it like it's, it sounds like just like Sinatra. And you know, your album, Davi Singh Sinatra, On the Road to Romance, you have songs like Witchcraft, Day In and Day Out, I've Got the World on a String. Now, let's talk about the album. Obviously, I mean, Sinatra's songbook is just so vast. I mean, how do you go about picking songs out of his book, out of his songbook? Well, first off, he, what he did was he, he didn't write most of those songs. He only had a hand in a, in a few songs. The song is, uh, the songbook is the great American songbook, which I call Mike Bear. Shakespeare of America, the golden age of American music, and and everyone sings those. You know, I mean, a lot of people have been covering them, and uh, uh, you know, there's just a tremendous interest in the American Songbook. And to me, the premier interpreter of that is Sinatra. Now, what I do, I don't know if you've ever seen me, but what Quincy Jones had said about me, but that kind yeah, of nailed it on the head. I actually, did. I'm not doing an impersonation. There are a lot right. of people that do impersonations or. Replicators, or in, you know, in, in, 
you know, uh, impersonations. That's not what I do. I just happen to be a, a Sicilian Italian American uh, that studied the opera, as Sinatra did, and have a certain vocal depth and understanding of that. Because what he did is he put the uh, he put the bel canto into the into the uh, into popular music. Right. And that's that's why his uh, the depth of his voice is so interesting, and, and uh, I mean, in many levels, many many reasons. But uh, that's the commonality, I think. And let me ju- let me just get in there. Um, what the great Quincy Jones said about your album, Dobby sings uh, Sinatra um, on the road to romance. I have never heard anyone come this close to Sinatra's sound and still be himself. Many try, but Robert Dobby has the voice, the tone. The flavor, and this is the part I love the best, in the swagger. You gotta have the swagger. You definitely have yeah. that on stage. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And and, and, he goes on and on that. He continues on that. My favorite part is the latter part of that quote. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you have that there. I don't think I have that. Very good. Very good, Robert. It continues on, but that's where... I, I mean, that's a compliment. It's such a huge compliment from the great Quincy Jones. Now, this album, did you, you recorded that at Capitol Records. I believe that's where Sinatra did a lot of his, his music as well. Yeah, well, that was those Capitol years in the 50s. That's yeah. Really, the canon of that wonderful, those great albums he did with Nelson Riddle and, uh, and just shaped uh, the, the, that sound. You know, and and made it lasting and as fresh today as it was back then. Uh, that's what I think. One of the things that keeps it in fashion. Those arrangements are all so vibrant and wonderful. Yeah, and that music's making a comeback nowadays. You can hear it on the radio as well. You know, a lot of people, a lot of guys are getting into it. You know, guys like Harry Connick, yourself. You know, these, these guys. You know, Tony Bennett with uh, Lady Gaga. You know, th- these guys are bringing the, that song songbook back, and it, it just it's timeless. That kind of music. Yeah, and again, it's the Shakespeare of America. It's funny, in my show, I used to say something, Mike. I used to uh, uh, bring up Lady Gaga, <laughs> I called it, uh, you know, being funny. But, of course, uh, enjoying her music, poker face, and the rest of that stuff. <laughs> but I used to say, in, in, in 50 years, who's going to be listening to that? Right. No one will remember it. And it's odd that she understood that and comes out and does this album with Tony Bennett, you know. Yeah, it's it's great for the realizing that the American Songbook is something that will be lasting. Um, you know, it's great that we still get to hear that kind of music. Um, Robert, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back. We'll talk about some more of your album and obviously a lot of your movie and TV shows. So, folks, stick stick around. We're going to be right back with more of the great Robert Davi. Don't go anywhere. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mystic Avenue, Medford and follow them on Twitter at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's the Mets Donuts in Medford. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. 
Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kids sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and competitive rates combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but the freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 781-395-5005 and tell them the Hollywood kid sent you. 781-395-5005 Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Hey, this is Joe Ganiscoli, Vito from The Sopranos, and you're listening to Real Talk with my pal, the Hollywood Kid. Forget about it. I've got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got that string around my finger What a world, what a life I'm in love Welcome back to Real Talk, folks. Welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Mike Nastasio. I'm the Hollywood Kid. You're listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550 WNTN. Excuse me. Joining me on the phone again today, folks, is the great Robert Davi. Um, Robert, we're talking about your album, Davi Sing Sinatra, On the Road to Romance. Um, you know, Folks, if you can't get a chance to check this album out, you can obviously go to Amazon.com. I believe you're on Spotify. You know, It's a great, great selection of music from Frank Sinatra. Robert Darby does an amazing job. Obviously, a lot of uh, when you get compliments from Quincy Jones, you must be doing something right. Um, well, the, the, the album went to number six on Billboard Jazz for about seven weeks, and uh, was produced by Phil Ramone, who mm-hmm. produced the duet albums with Sinatra as well as Tony Bennett and Barbara Streisand and wow. Billy Joe, one of the legendary record producers of all time. Phil Ramone, uh, he passed away last year, oh. and then. Um, you know, uh, did it at Capitol Records uh, and uh, has a you know great thirty-piece orchestra and you know yeah. the best musicians in the world and, playing on that album. And, and that's just that's just raw music. That's just so many talented people getting together in one room and just you know hammering out. And, 
Um, you know, Frank Sinatra, had, Robert, had a, had a great influence on a lot of Italian-Americans, such as myself. My background, my parents are both, you know, right off the boat. You know, they're both uh, Italian immigrants. Um, you know, we like to think... Where were they from? They were, were, I'm from Avellino. Avellino? So is my mother. Really? Villanese. They were from the province of Avellino, the city of Nusco. Musco. Well, I'm sure my parents are listening and they'll hear that. But we're from San D'Angelo. They were from the city of Nusco. Wow. So uh, that was on my mother's side. The name was Rulo, R-U-L-L-O, or Ruli, and Biancanilo, and then my father's side was Sicilian. That was the Dabi side. Wow. That's a small world. Yeah, my parents so are your from... parents were from Avellino. Right? Yeah, they're from Lugosan. Obviously, these are folks, these are small villages, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah. my, 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 my mother was from San D'Angelo. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's a small world. Yeah, I would say, you know, I like to tell people, you know, Italian-American kids growing up, we all grew up different than the American kids. It's just, it's just the way it was. I mean, I would go to school with my aluminum foil. I'd open up my lunch, and all the American kids would be like, oh, my God, what is that smell? And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. That peanut butter jelly is really turning my stomach. Get it out of here. You know what I mean? They just, they, they just, they just couldn't you know, understand. Yeah, we just grew up a little bit different than most people. <laughs> and you know, like I said, a lot of, you know, Frank Sinatra was a big influence on a lot of the Italian-Americans. And my father actually sang opera, too. That was an opera singer. He oh, could, wow. He, wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, he could sing when he had the red juice. He could really go. He could really go when he had the vino. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see. You know, um, I heard you in an interview, which was so true. Uh, you said that when you walk into an Italian-American's house, the first two pictures you see on the wall are the Pope. I said the Pope and Sinatra. That's right. That's certainly in that order. Right, and it's so true. When you go into someone's, yeah. you see, like, oh, my God. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, the influence that he had on a lot of people. Um, well, he was the first that gave an immigrant population an identity. Right. And the Italians, you know, look at it. At one time, you know, there were more lynchings of Italian Americans in New Orleans, of Sicilians, in one day than, than any other race yeah. uh, or religion. Uh, uh, they, were, they, were, they were, you know, lynched. I mean, it was, you see the discourse and the uh, dissatisfaction that you have today in some of the instances here. Uh, but the Italians never victimized themselves. Right. They, you know, in spite of... The New York Times wrote an article one time, even, in 1890s, in the 19th, turn of the century, calling the Italian uh, lower than the Negro, quote-unquote. I mean, so each immigrant population had its, its uh, you know... Uh, was given its difficult moments, right. and Italians surely had that. But again, they assimilated into America, exactly, which is what we're not finding today a lot. You know, the, there was no crest too for Sicilian or Napolitan or Italian. It was learn of the English, and that's one of the things that we should institute in our country is we must make sure that our immigrant population, as vibrant as it is, must be assimilated into the American fabric. Otherwise, we're going to lose our country. Right. Much like what's happening in Europe. Yeah. My, I mean, my mother went to night school to learn to speak English. You know? Yeah, that's what they did. Grandpa did, too. My grandparents. Right. He had to say, the apple is red. He couldn't say red, so he said, the apple, your ass. <laughs> the instructor. <laughs> well, they, like you said, they assimilated. They, you know, they got to know the culture, and, you know, they, 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 they adapted. You know, you know, we can go on all day about that. But, um, you know, what's good? Well, it wasn't... It wasn't the time where America was looked down upon. America was looked at 
opportunity. You know, today we have a cultural, with a political uh, uh, thing that people are apologizing for America. I say don't apologize for America. Take America out of the equation for the last 200 years, the world would be a different place. Right. And, and there's the reason why people clamor to come here. Right. They, they just, know, I mean, that's why they come in in rubber tubes, and, you know, they, they sacrifice, they, you know, they're trying to come here because this is the greatest country in the face of the earth, period. You know, we, you know, we are, the, you know, we, you know, we, all races can come here, but there's ways to do it. You know, my parents, you know, your, your parents, your grandparents, you know, they all did it the, the, the right way. And, um, you know. Yeah, and we were built on Judeo Christian values. And right. there's a concerted effort of, trying to take that tradition away, right. which I think is a very big mistake. In other words, when I grew up, like you could say Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah yeah. and not feel... Uh, uh, now people people are afraid to say to you, during the holiday season, more and more, I find this, and, and even seeing it, you don't see Merry Christmas, you see peace and love, and you see season's greetings, and, you know, uh, they're, they're afraid to celebrate the American... Uh, their Christian values, and that's what we have to fight against. Right. We have to do that. You know, it's funny. Duke University recently, and I'm all for everybody expressing who they are. We have freedom of religion here. But they are, they instituted that people were talking about the, the prayer call for the Muslim religion. The prayer call for the Muslim religion. Okay, fine, great. But I bet you that same school wouldn't let a kid say Merry Christmas or do put up put up a Christmas tree in the, in the square. Hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, so the schools are fighting for one thing, or the, uh, uh, you know, and the other thing, they're, they're, they're fighting to take it away, to have it anesthetized. Hmm. So there's something very yeah, it's insidious so, happening it's so in our true. country. It really insidious. is. I agree with you 100%. It's, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, Rob, we're going to take another quick commercial break, folks. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back with more of the great Robert Davi. Don't go anywhere. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mr. Gavin Medford and follow them on Twitter at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's Demet's Donuts in Medford. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kids sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, 
website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and competitive rates, combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but the freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 781-395-5005 and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. 781-395-5005 Paranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Cause I've got you under my skin And I love you under my skin Welcome back to Real Talk, folks. I'm Mike Nastasio. You're listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550 WNTN. Um, Robert, your, your acting career is, I mean, it's so vast. Um, you know, guys like you, De Niro, um, you know, Pacino, you know, guys like you want to meet, mean a lot of Italian-Americans to become actors because we saw you guys up on the screen. We're like, wow, look at that. You know, we, we should try to do that ourselves, you know, and that's what a lot of us did. And um, you know, that's, a, that's a testament to you guys. Um, you, you've worked with Marlon Brando. My goodness, I'm so jealous. Clint Eastwood, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Roberto Benigni, Christopher Walken. Um, and you even worked with Sinatra as well, right? I forgot about that. Sinatra was my first film, yeah. Wow. did my first film with him, and he became a friend uh, of the years. Yeah, that was my foray into, into show business, really. Baptism by fire. But, I mean, I had done a lot of plays prior to stepping in front of the camera, but it was great doing that, you know, having my first, uh, uh, you know, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Oh, that must have been terrific. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us, sometimes you're lucky enough to meet one of your idols and the guys you really admire. I mean, sometimes you're disappointed. You know, it's like, geez, the guy wasn't what I thought he was going to be. I mean, obviously, you didn't find that with San Andre, did you? No, not at all, no, no. He was, uh, you know, just absolutely terrific. He was very, yeah. uh, very. He was a man's man. I mean, he was very sensitive, and he was also very uh, uh, attuned and, and very giving. And uh, it, it, uh, you know, it was a fun thing. Yeah, and that's one of the things I loved about the guy because you know, if he had a problem with you, he wouldn't get you know Jilly Rizzo or Tony the Clam to take care of you. You know, he would do it himself, and uh, yeah, that, that says a lot about somebody. You know what I mean? Because they they don't forget where they come from. You know. They don't surround themselves with all these goons and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he, he had. Uh, Jilly was a great guy too. Jilly was wonderful. 
Man, what a shame. He passed away in an auto accident. What a shame. Robert, I, I got to ask you. We've been having a pretty fun time on the show, but one thing I do is I like to put my guests on the spot for a second. Okay? Now, I got to ask you. If you had to get a pizza somewhere, where would it be? Well, that's not putting me on the spot. <laughs> you know, I mean, pizza is like a staple, right? Yeah, oh yeah. You're going to have a good pizza. And uh, there were, uh, you know, got this. Has to I, be. I, I keep looking for there's, there's different places, you know, I mean, there's different places. It's got to be that one place in New York or L.A. You know, there's, uh, well, it's, there's, there's a few different joints that have good pizza. And they're almost like subtly different styles of, of something, you know. It was the, uh, um, uh, I mean, you, of course, there's a Patsy's, you know, in New York. Oh, Patsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's where one of the places Sinatra used to get it from. You know, there's, there's Umberto's in New Hyde Park, which is terrific. Wow. That has a great time. Hey, we, get a, we have an Umberto's up here. It's, still, it's amazing. It's like a Napoli, we have a Napoli down and pizzas around here. Those are great. You know, then you have... Uh, I mean, there are a lot of places that have now that good pizzas, you know, but actually Napoli time. Uh, uh, I like that coal-burning oven pizza. Yeah, 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 me too. Me too. Uh, sometimes those individual ones, you have a new place called 400, 800 degrees or something. And the brick ovens, you can't... Making some good pies, the brick oven things, you know? If you can have a the pizza... The first pizza oven in Los Angeles was brought there by a guy named Patsy DeMora, who had Villa Capri, which Sinatra used to go to. Love it. And in the farmer's market in Los Angeles, that oven is still there, and they're still making pizza uh, at that little uh, place. Not Villa Capri, but the pizzeria. They have a little pizzeria there. But you have some different... Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to wrap this up, Rob. And unfortunately, I can mean, I can go on all day about pizza. If anybody knows me, they know I can go on all day. Where's about your pizza? What's that? Where do you like though? Uh, we go. The, um, for me, it's the Pizzeria Regina in the North End. Um, it's a hundred-year-old oven. You just can't beat it. So ne- next time you're in Boston, pizza's on me, and we're gonna hit the Regina. How good is that pizza? It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, you, 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 the bottom, you gotta get it well done. You gotta get a bougie. You yeah, know what I mean? Thin, crispy. Yeah, right? it's gotta be well done, or I don't even want to look at it. Um, yeah, I don't like it when it's too Yeah, uh, it's like doughy. Limp. But when you're in town, I'm taking you out. My personal treat for you, we're going to hit the Regina, and you're going to thank me after, believe me. So, folks, we're going to wrap this up with Robert. Um, I had such a great time. Check out his music at Amazon.com. You can get on Spotify. You know, Davi Singh Sinatra, On the Road to Romance. Um, Robert, you are an absolute gentleman. You are the old-school gentleman that we don't, unfortunately, have around anymore. You're a great guy for doing this. And I wish you nothing but continued success with your album. Um, you, obviously, your acting career is, is amazing. Um, I, I always see you on screen. And as soon as I told everybody you were coming on my show, everybody was saying, oh, that's the guy from the Goonies. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Oh, I love that guy. I love that guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. continued success. Well, I'm also considered one of the top Bond villains of all time, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. And License to Kill. License yeah. to Kill. You did them all. Double seven, dude. Yeah. It's amazing. Your, your career is so vast. I wish I could have a tenth of your career. Um, well, you, you know, you just keep doing it. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. So thanks to people like you uh, for coming on my show to keep, get the momentum going. Um, so we're going to wrap this up, Robert. Thank you so much. God bless you and continue success. God bless you, Mike. Um, thank you. Uh, talk to you soon. Uh, folks, thank you so much for joining me on Real Talk today. That was my guest, Robert Davi. Uh, check us out again. We're going to be on a, a big Oscar special 
on February 21st at the Saturday. It's an hour show, folks. We got a lot of surprises for you. So please write that on your calendars or get it tattooed somewhere on your body So because it's going to be a really great show. And uh, so tune in, folks. I'm signing off. I'm the Hollywood Kid. We'll see you on the backside.